0: Hello, hello, everybody.
1: And we are live, Emma, hit it.
0: We are again live and we're going to go with the really amazing intro. Here we go. That name's going to evolve soon. I can feel it.
2: Like, <laughs> Ooh, you feel it? You feel the yeah, change coming? Yeah, totally. What do
0: totally. you feel? Mm, I don't know yet. Deep diving it's into through. the divine... <laughs> I mean considering where we started it's it's a pretty good pretty good space to be. and I think Imagine like, where this
1: like I can see you and I doing this in like 1 2 years oh, and it's going to be complete
0: it's going to be amazing and it's yeah. like It's funny how we started because we did that podcast episode together. Like I literally Mm. remember I was, I messaged you. I was like, Oh, I really saw something on the explore page. And I was like, Oh, I really want to have you on my podcast. And then you came on and we had like such a long, deep conversation that ended up being Mm. like a two part thing. And then because of that conversation, it kind of evolved into like, wow, this could be something cool where we're having these conversations. And then, Mm. you know, every week we show up and it's like, whoa, you know, what we're doing for us, what we're doing for other people that tune in. So if anyone's listening to this on replay, you can tune in at this time every week on a Monday. What time is it? 6 p.m. CET. Um, What time
1: is it? Your time? 9 a.m. Los Angeles time.
0: Yeah, so you can tune in live, which yeah. is fun. And we That's go. That's what do. I was just, you know, you know what I was thinking yeah. about
1: with this, right? It's like I've had I had some um, things come up with uh, a family member recently and you know, just like it was interesting to to put, to observe some some money beliefs come up. Yeah. And
0: around yourself. Um, or in around
1: sort of their money beliefs. But again, their money beliefs are my money beliefs. And that was yeah. the reflection that I got. But I won't dive into that, it's not the point. Mm. But
2: mm. it
1: was all I just just a side note, always whatever's coming up in someone else is just yourself witness being witnessed in your unconscious, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. But one of the things I did notice that came up and I sat with for a while was like the idea they said the idea should be everything should be free like why do these like workshops and healers and like why do all these people charge money like we need to heal this planet like this and 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 i was like i can understand that and then i sort of went through this whole thing it's like but then where do you draw the line because someone's like helping someone and it's like the right thing to do how do they how do they keep doing what they've got to survive in this world right it's 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 an um it's a capitalist structure that we live in right now. Right now, I'm not going to say like 100 years is going to be very different. I know it's going to be very different. But right now, money is the sun to our trees, right? It's the sun to our fruits and vegetables. It just keeps us going. So we've either got to be in it or we've got to be out of it. And we can choose either way. Mm-hmm. And anyway, the, the idea was it's like, you know, why should someone charge so much? Because in this well, you know, you and I have seen like people like Melanie and Leah charge like six figures a year to coach with her, to work with her, but she earns yeah. like $21 million, you know, this year so far. Yeah. I mean, so, I've seen
0: high, higher than that as well. Like I've seen people that really? are charging. I saw someone the other day talking about someone, I think to work with him for a year. I think it was like bi-weekly was a million dollars. Yeah. And I can't bi-weekly. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's bi-weekly. 2 million a month. No, a million or you get dollars a, no, a million year. year
1: and yeah, you get yeah. a call bi-weekly
0: yes yes i wow. not no like i don't think there's anything in between or whatever but i was like oh you know mm. what is what is that like that price like when do you get to the point where you decide like that's the That's what you're going to charge Mm -hmm. for the year. It was it was interesting. So, anyway, carry on with what you were. Well, it's like money,
1: money. It's uh, Annabelle's with this. Awesome, hey Annabelle.
0: Oh, hey Annabelle. Um,
1: it's it's like money follows value, right? Money just follows value Mm -hmm. in that sense. But what I realized was like, there's there's a level of people that say everything should be for free. But what happens and what I've found is when things are for free, that you like your services, your one-on-one services Mm -hmm. are for free. People don't value it because we've got such a high like high value on money that it's like it's like no no like Mm -hmm. if you if you pay for something you cherish it like i've got a new iphone all my new stuff i've like everything i get my new shoes i'm freaking cherishing it i look after i love it and what i've seen is i've given like free stuff away to people courses and be like hey jump in my course and they're like oh it's free Mm, don't really want it
2: Don't put so much energy into it. But if you say,
1: hey, it's $1,000, jump in. They're like, I'm going to make sure this $1,000 changes my life, you know. And then so this whole idea is that people showing up like Annabelle today, this is super valuable content. And the amount of free content that, ha- that is around in this world now
0: totally, is totally.
1: phenomenal. You could change your freaking life by joining all the free workshops, all the free trainings that are available. And mm. if you want to get more out of it, you can pay. But mm. there's like such a plethora of like content for your transformation these days that there really is no excuse to where you're, where you're stuck. It's either you're stuck it's it's only because you're stuck because you you you're not choosing the alternative.
0: Hmm. Are you ever really stuck though, or are you perceiving like the character within yourself as stuck? Because this is something that I'm sort of exploring now. Just, just like throws,
1: throws that in there, I, but are you
0: perceiving? <laughs> 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 no, I just went straight in for the deep. I'm interested in the money aspect as well, so actually, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll tap into that a little bit and then I'll go with the other random. Come on, already. give it to me so like with the with the with the money thing as well like i totally agree with you i think there's like there's different dimensions of accessibility for people based on where they're at financially because mm-hmm. we can't just assume that. that everyone can invest in us and we can't yeah. just assume that everyone wants to put money on a credit card to invest with us we we have to be aware that everyone's at a different space in terms of their own money beliefs but also what they're willing to invest how far they're willing to go right mm, so i totally. think like having these different layers of accessibility like this, this free piece of content that we do and that we will continue to do, even when we're making six, seven, eight figures, you know, we'll still Mm -hmm. put that free stuff out there because it's so valuable and accessible for the people that are not ready to invest or are not at that point to invest right now. But Mm -hmm. also realizing that sometimes the free content is enough for people to explore the depths of themselves, because again, you have all those resources within you, right? You have that power Mm -hmm. within you. So if you're getting what you need as a reflection from yourself through that free content, then that's enough for you. But -hmm. we have these like deeper levels, not even deeper, deeper levels of access to someone you resonate with or someone that kind of draws you in a little bit because maybe they're the best mirror for you for deeper Mm -hmm. levels of your unconscious, right? That's how I kind of see it. So rather, then kind of pushing what we have to put out there. It's like the people that need us are going to gravitate towards us. And the people that are at that point to invest in us are going to invest in us. Right.
2: Yeah. So I don't Amen. think
0: there should be this idea of what we do in our services to be free because we put so much stuff out there that's already free. I mean, the amount mm-hmm. of things I've done in this year alone with my podcast, same as you, Luke, I like your past 50 episodes now and past 50 episodes now and And doing this weekly and Mm. I don't do it because I'm like trying to get clients. I do it because I love it. And I do it because I'm, I'm here to be of service. Right. But then there's another layer of this, which you were just talking about just then it's like, we have to be able to support ourselves. Yeah. We want to enjoy this reality as much as, the next person. Right. But our call in here is not to be in a corporate job. It's not to work nine to five is not to have this consistent salary from the government or whatever it may be, or the different other ways you can do three freelancing. For example, we're here to, to also open up ourselves and connect with ourselves, right. And connect with other people. And to do that, we need to be fully in this space right fully in this space doing the work practicing the work you know in our free time what we're we doing we're not just oh lounging yeah. around you know we're doing we're doing some work on ourselves as well we're Amen. we're expanding our skills we're expanding the way in which we can show up in this world mm. so that then the people that are that are investing in in us we're we're showing up the best that we can be with the resources that we have available to us. So we have to live, we have to survive and not just survive. survive. We also have to thrive, right?
2: Yeah. We also
0: have to thrive. So putting a price on something does not make it. I kind of, because I guess there's, there's this kind of spiritual loop in like this uh, spiritual energetic loop. I know you use that word a lot in terms of like this, services that we're offering should be free because it's from the universe or whatever it is, you know, it's, it's yeah. really free because we're being of service, but like we're being of service in the exact same way that people get paid for in a normal job, an accountant, yeah. should that be for free? Cause everyone has money, you know, like all totally. of these aspects. So totally. I do think there's like this kind of two way streak here where we have free content that we put out that is accessible for people that, want free content and can't afford to invest. But there's also an investment available for mm. people who are ready for that, who want that, but also mm. as a means of investing in ourselves, right? And opening this pathway right for ourselves. I don't want to just hit the people in my community, right? And by mm. h- opening myself up to charging for my services, the impact I get to have is bigger because everything I make, I invest back in myself right now. Everything I make, I invest back in myself (laughs) and my business, everything, you know, apart from my rent and good food. But then that's kind of an investment in self as well.
1: Exact same, exact same. We're on the exact same path with that. Mm. And, you know, it's like I'm going to share something here because Mm. money is neutral, right? Money is neutral. We put the charge to it
0: totally because of
1: our belief systems and I've read fucking endless amounts of books on like the secrets of the millionaire mind a happy pocket full of money um what else is it I've done a mindset money mindset think course and grow with,
0: Rich. All of think those. and
1: grow rich yes. one of my favorites yeah, that's of actually classics. oh the richest yeah. man in babylon like <laughs>
2: yeah
1: I've read those books the secret as well especially the secret and the I've also done so many different courses. I've done courses on actually fixing up, like getting like my financial um, literacy up to scratch Mm -hmm. and like knowing what a balance sheet is, knowing what a profit loss is like you've got to educate yourself and you've got to like have enough awareness to realize if you're struggling with money, then there's a block, there's a charge in you that's stopping the neutral flow of money to you. And this Mm -hmm. is something that I've had to fucking really go into because like you said we like i've invested this this year i i looked at my um my in my books and it was like mm-hmm. 15 grand 15 i think it was 15 or just close like between 15 and 20 grand on my personal development
2: mm-hmm. and Same.
1: like that's that's what i want to do and i can't do that with nothing but mm. guess who i become at the end of that this version that you're seeing, a more loving person who can show up on the podcast more potently, is more connected to himself, knows himself a lot more, and can deliver a more potent message. Okay. And that message has a stronger transmission. I don't. Might the transmission you're hearing through here with me and Emma is a very different transmission you would have heard six months ago, twelve months ago, especially six years ago. We wouldn't even <laughs> fucking had the balls to be on this, okay. right? So
0: sometimes I still consider thi- when I have the balls. A lot, but- <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, I you know you what that.
0: it's like on this journey.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: my camera's gone blurry. Um, there, we go.
2: there we go.
1: So, anyway, here's one thing that I did the other day. So, after this 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 moment of reflection that I had with with the whole money situation with with my family member, mm-hmm. I went and did a journey. And so, I go into non ordinary realms, and I go in and do a shamanic journey to my helpers on the other side. And I went, uh, I've got a, I've got a very sacred place that I go to and the teacher that I spoke with, it's incredible actually. Like when I started opening up to this about a year ago properly, Mm. I was blown away by the wisdom that comes through when I'm outside of this egoic realm. And I asked about this whole situation with money and I said, what's the situation? Should we be charging for free? should this world be a free system? And he said, yeah, eventually it will be.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, it's, an, it's, an, it's a they, it's not a, it's not a masculine or feminine. And so, and it was like, it said, think of a tree. And he's like, I'm a big oak tree. Mm-hmm. And this big oak tree has beautiful big leaves. And then there's a smaller tree. Say there's a willow tree, a weeping willow next to me, it has smaller leaves, different shape. But... The sun is absorbed in the exact same way. And the sun allows us to thrive, to turn carbon dioxide into, a, into this tree and then to um, refresh your lungs with oxygen. We've got a process, yet yeah, just because I'm bigger and more beautiful with my leaves and different looking to this willow tree, it doesn't mean that we're different. Mm.
2: If that sun
1: stops flowing to us, we both die. And money is the sun to humans in this point in life.
2: Mm-hmm. It's
1: flowing to us neutrally.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's a neutral charge that just comes from the universe, the cosmos. It's just an energy mm-hmm. that just imagine it coming from a source. And that source is flowing freely. It's flowing to the people who accept it.
2: Mm-hmm. It's
1: flowing to the people who are available to the sun.
2: Mm-hmm. It's,
1: a, it's flowing to the people who are opening their leaves up to receive. It's always flowing. It's neutral. And that's what they said. It was like, it's a neutral charge. But people shut off their leaves. People pull their trees, their branches in. They only grow a certain amount. They, they cap their potential of growth. And they let all the other trees who are ready to receive the sun take and capture their sun. Yeah. Mm. So what we've got to do right now is just open up our leaves. And that is our belief systems. Mm. Our belief systems that say, you know, rich people are bad. Or when you become more money, you become, um, busier. And I don't want to have a busy life. That was one of my stories. I thought if I have more money, then I've got more problems. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and money doesn't grow on trees. You hear that as growing up. like, I didn't hear that. I heard that a lot growing up. I was in a blue collar mentality. You know, I grew up around blue collar workers. If like, I'm going to be the first one that breaks into the million dollar mark properly, I'm going to be the first person that does that in my family. I know I'm going to be. Mm -hmm. And, That takes a lot of fucking generational conditioning to be broken away, to be cleared away. I'm going to be the first person to earn eight figures in my family and beyond. I'm going to do that because my poverty isn't saving anyone because I'm opening up a new potential for who comes after me. I'm not thinking about people now more so. I'm thinking about who's to come after me and what world they're going to create. So every time I heal a belief, I heal a belief for them. And I disconnect my generational trauma, my trauma from my ancestors and everything in the now unlinks perfectly. So it's really important for everyone listening to this is like, not just around money, but what beliefs are preventing me from reaching the sun.
0: Mm. Feel that. So many beliefs, right? So many. Mine was my story that I lived on for so long was I wasn't worthy. I wasn't worthy of having that much money because what was I doing? I wasn't worthy of that. It wasn't yeah. enough. And I carried this story around with me for so long.
2: Mm. And then when you
0: actually tap into that, you tap into why do I feel not worthy? It's never about the money. It's mm-hmm. never about that. It's about who you were told that you were when you were growing up as a kid. Mm-hmm. The experiences that you went through that made you feel like you weren't enough. Mm. and whatever that is. And once you really get into those spaces and you tap into those spaces and you feel them, right. You really feel them. And then you come back to the now, and then you realize all those times that you were triggered by the low bank account, the Mm. bills coming in, all of these things were just triggering Mm. that part of you that was told that she wasn't enough or he wasn't enough. Mm. And when you go past this and when you really look at those belief systems for what they are, they're just stories again. Mm. They're just stories. They're stories. They're characters playing out roles that don't belong in your story where you are now, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: as you evolve and you begin to see those stories for what they are, not Just you, stories. Just stories.
2: Yeah.
0: Just stories. Yeah. Like when you perceive them from the perspective of I, like this is this is something that I'm really like fascinated by right now. Like what is I? Like who are you?
1: Oh, I had this the other day. Are
0: you yeah. Luca? Are you an energetic mentor? Are you uh, on the way to become a millionaire? Like all of these things. Are mm-hmm. they you? No, mm-hmm. they're not you. There's still stories around you. The eye itself is that which perceives everything that you are.
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: the eye is never excited, the eye is never scared, the eye is never worried, right? The eye mm-hmm. is witnessing the body, experience all these things. And that is mm-hmm. just like, and it's a process to realizing this, right? It's this self realization. Of the self, and everything that you experience is initiation back to that self. Back to that self. So, everything has information in it for you to get back to that self. Mm-hmm. It's not to even devalue, devalidate what you're experiencing. Like, what you're experiencing is there to show you something, is there to teach you Amen. something. This journey is Amen. a growing journey, right? I mean, there's going to be things that I experience that I haven't yet experienced that will trigger me again Mm -hmm. because I'm going deeper. I'm going deeper. Right. I know that there's going to be things that come into my reality that trigger me again. Mm -hmm. I know I'm going to experience pain again. Mm -hmm. It's not always like that, but I know that those things are not who I am. Yeah. Those experiences are not who I am. I'm perceiving those things so that I can grow. And get closer Amen. to self. Yeah, I love um, reading what Annabelle said on money is energy. Exactly.
1: Yeah, we should allow yeah. to flow through us. Free content is great, but by paying for a course and investing in people that are generally more committed to shop. Amen.
0: Mm. Yeah,
1: there you go. Love that. Good work love clicked that. on it. Um
0: rewrite your story, rewrite your life. Exactly. You, know, you I love- always have that. You always have that choice to rewrite your story always like you yeah. can always reinvent what you believe you can always change I think it's like nice to think of yourself to constantly empty your cup constantly empty mm-hmm. who you think you are you know? like if someone says something and then you're like why do I feel drawn to that but you're so tied up in your identity you're so attached to your identity mm mm-hmm. You can't empty that, the, that cup and
2: move closer
1: to that, right? <laughs> totally. This is, the, this is a huge aspect, like what you're tapping into mm. here. Um, I wrote this thing, like I, 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 I tapped into this a little, like probably like a week and a half ago. Mm. Where it was like observe, don't become.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We're so quick to become our thoughts. We're so quick to become our fear. We're so quick to become our beliefs. Just mm. observe them. Because Mm -hmm. I was looking at myself in the mirror the other day brushing my teeth and I looked into my eyes and I was like, who is that observing that person brushing their teeth? It was deep. It was deep. And I was looking (laughs) at myself and I was like, who is that person who is looking at that person? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Who is the eye? And I talk a lot about this in the sense of like the spirit running through us. And I see a lot of people who have like, when you have physical, physical illness, physical pain, it's a part of the body that's blocking the spirit from running through it. And we just need to observe it. We just need to tune into it. We just need to see what it is and what it's telling us. And we need to invite the spirit back into it. When Mm -hmm. I see a really, really depressed, really anxious person, I see a spirit that's half out of the body. And that's what shamanism is. Shamanism is about recollecting the fragments of the soul that are lost in other dimensions. Mm. Um, And it's powerful when you start to tap into this and just start to get back in the body because the body's taking us places. It's taking us into an old story. It's taking us into a like into a future that is trying to be known and predictable based off that old story. And we're never really living in the present or creating a future that we desire. We're creating a future that is written by default because of the story that we carry about ourselves. Mm. So if only you could just realize that how fucking beautiful and powerful you are. And mm. somewhere along the lines, you picked up a limited state of being and it's okay because you get to observe that limited state now. And then you get to watch it peel away. And I'm sitting here because I've peeled away many different stories and I've still got a lot to peel away. I know I do, but I've been going deep this month, November. I feel like I was saying this to Danielle, November, 2021, that was the year of rapid transformation for me. It was my, it was a breakthrough month for me this month. Like you can see, you can feel it in my posts. You can feel it in my writing. You can feel it. You can hear it in my voice. Like, I'm alive with something new coming through. I've Mm -hmm. put more, more of my my spirit is running through me right now. I'm caring less about what people think. Some of the stuff I talk about now is too scared to talk about six months ago. Um, and that's just because I'm owning who I am. And I think that's what we've got to do is we've got to start to own who we are. Like sexually, we've got a lot of stuff hidden Mm -hmm. deep down that we don't want anyone to know about, you know, um, Dirty, dark secrets, like stuff that we've regretted. Let that shit go. Bring it up in a safe space. Talk about it. Accept it. How about accept Mm -hmm. yourself? Just start Mm -hmm. with that because the more you accept yourself, the less you care what other people think about you. Totally. Right. What do you say, Emma? Mm
0: -hmm. I love that. Even when you're saying like, this is an interesting thing, even as you're saying like, you're experiencing all these, these new things. And you're still, so I'm, I'm still like, is that who you are though? You know, yeah. it's still not who you are. You know, it's still, mm. it's still, it's still a role that we play. It's still this, mm, this version absolutely. of ourselves that we play. And I think staying grounded in that is so powerful because it allows you to just continually keep evolving, continually I remember like this idea of like a death portal, parts of myself dying, parts of myself, and now I see it as more of like dissolving. Like these things are like dissolving into like who I am and integrating with the lessons and the blessings and the things that I take from this lifetime. Mm.
2: Well, that's the like, dark side of the soul, right? The exactly. death of the old.
0: Exactly. And mm. um, and I think like what you said there, Luca, was really beautiful. This just accept yourself. Like everything that you think, everything that you experience, everything that you see in this reality is information. It's part of your initiation into the self-realization of who you are. Boom. And if you don't accept those things, if you reject those things, you move further and further away from who you are, right? Suppression further away from who you are.
1: Suppression leads to regression right? You just go back, you go back, you go back, you go back into the old, just let it up, let it out, let it go. That's the transformation that I've, the biggest thing to my transformation was like getting into safe spaces. Like I've done that many different retreats. Like I, I was only talking to Danielle about this, right? As like, I was listening to a song called, um, uh, Caterpillar of the moon and Caterpillar, Caterpillar mountains of the moon. And, I listened to this song when I went to one of this, this retreat that, I you know, I spent six thousand six $6,600 on this retreat, $6,600 on this retreat. When I didn't know when the money was coming through. I was like, I had, I had the deposit. I didn't know when the next bit was coming through. So I paid the deposit and I just felt it in my body. I said, I've got to go. This was June, June, 2018. No, June, 2019, I went to this, but I paid for it in like January. All of a sudden I get this random check, random check for like, I had to pay an extra, uh, 3,300. I get a check for 3,500 paid for it done. And I'm on there. And that was a huge investment into myself. Now, um, when I, when I went there, I'm looking at myself and I'm like, I'm thinking back now of this person who I am today because of the places that I went to in my past. And that was a huge unlocking for me. Like I wasn't getting on social media and like doing the stuff that I do now. I was just starting it after that retreat because something unlocked in me.
2: Mm.
1: This, I I came to this point where I was like, I've got to stop caring what people think.
0: Same came to me after a retreat last year as well. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Yeah. It was a retreat and I was like, I just need to come out of this shell that I'm Mm. hiding, hiding in because I'm scared
1: Mm.
0: of what What are you scared of what people would think of me exactly the same as you I thought what the
2: ridicule and the judgment
0: think what people would and then when you have the realization that everyone is just yourself anyway it doesn't really matter
2: Mm.
0: Mm -hmm. because you realize Mm. if someone ridicules you that's just something that deep down you believe about yourself Mm -hmm. and that's when you Mm. can then look at that and say, okay, why do I believe mm. this about myself? What what did I experience to have me believe about myself? That I thought I wasn't enough. That I thought I wasn't worthy. So Amen. everything is there to teach you something, right?
1: Absolutely. Triggers, projections, reactions.
2: Mm. Your,
1: your projections and your reactions which get triggered are just your unconscious being witnessed in that moment.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: I had this, you know, I go to the gym, um, every maybe four or five times a week. And I'm in there and I'm like going pushing myself, right? And I'm training hard. I'm lifting weights. I'm like training and I get into these spaces where I started observing some really, really heavy thoughts coming up. And I'm like... (laughs) When I'm at the like, gym,
0: it's always at the gym. <laughs> <laughs>
1: because you're like, you're pushing yourself, right? It's yeah. like your body says, shut, the, shut down, mm. stop this. What are you doing? Because yeah. you're going, but that's that upper limit. You've got to break through. Mm. And the mm. thing is, we can get so frustrated by what our inner world is trying to project out. that We think we're it, but we're just the observer of it. <laughs> and we're just the observer of the people in our field who are triggering us. We're just the observer of ourself that is getting triggered by these people. Um, and this, for people that just like think this is fucking way out there, believe me, I didn't come to that realization until mm. it took me a while to cultivate this experience that I'm, I'm living in right now. Don't but I'm so. telling you, it's so important to just know that no one is attacking you personally. And if you could just start to see with a creator mindset, that creative that co-creation with the universe of like, this person is actually coming to help me find a little bit of me so I can be more authentic. And then when I'm more authentic, I actually accept the desires that I want. You know, Mm -hmm. I actually accept the fact that I want a beautiful house. I accept the fact that I'm not, I'm not scared to want, seven, eight figures. I mean, I accept the fact that I want to be like a huge fucking famous movie star. I accept the fact that I want to have a huge successful product business, like whatever that is for you. Mm. You accept the fact that you want to change careers, but you, you know, you've just got to realize that everything is actually just trying to help you find you. And the resistance to that mm. is just going to lead to someone else coming in and keeping mm. that tension going in your life.
0: Totally love that. And even those things that you get to experience, so you set the fact that you want all of these things, but at the same time, they're still not you. And that is mm. so fucking powerful because they never define who you are, right? You get to live the life that you want to live without the attachment to it as this represents me, right? This is who I am. This uh-huh. makes me enough. This means that I'm valid. This means that I'm mm. enough. This means I'm worthy. All of those things don't mean that. Mm-hmm person who is the observer already mm. knows this already represents this
2: mm-hmm.
0: and i think that's I had a cr- so sorry <laughs> no, what do you
2: think, no, that's, think so, that's so what? so what
0: so powerful right just to like, just be yeah. in that space and i was just reading um annabelle's ones there as well about like that openness, like what you used to use the word there, open up, like that openness mm. is what allows you to experience this. So as you were saying there, Luke, like if people are listening and thinking like, like this is way out there, but if mm. you just open yourself up to this with curiosity.
1: <laughs> crazy.
2: It's crazy.
1: Like can you wake up and just imagine like maybe today just worst case like let's just forget about worst case. Let's forget about like what the story was yesterday. Right. Let's just forget about it. And let's consider, just consider because what's the harm just considering that miracles might actually happen to you today. What's the harm in that? What's the harm in waking up and say, you know what? I'm going to try and see everyone as a reflection of me. And then I'm just going to do my best to like love that person. Cause in that moment, I'm actually loving myself Yeah. in that moment. I'm going to accept them. And in that moment, I'm going to accept me what's the worst case scenario of that? Like, what's the harm? Okay, mm. don't do it the next day. Just do it one day. See how it goes. See how much easier your life is. And I tell you, it might even bring up some emotions. But if it, And if it does, just tune into it. Mm. Find where it is in the body. Breathe into it. Accept it. Observe it, what Emma was saying for. Just observe it. You are so much more, so much more Mm
2: -hmm.
1: than who you see in the mirror. Fuck. If only you could just see that in yourself.
0: Mm. Amen to that. Amen to that. Definitely. And I think like what you said there, like you're so much more than what you see in the mirror. But when you see yourself in the mirror and everything, The transformation that you get to have in your reality is just powerful, so powerful because you get to use every experience that comes to you as who you get to evolve into in a way that doesn't require you to go out looking for it because it just comes to you. Mm. everything just comes to you. And I think this is, this is like, like we said earlier, this is a process getting to this point. It's been a a long one for yourself and it's been a long one for me as well. And I think like the point that I've got to now, like I can even, like the past three weeks have just been huge for me that I can even look at the person who actually raped me and like, look Um. at him and be like, I see myself in you. And that was like, the biggest shift I've ever had in my life because it released released so much,
2: Mm. but
0: also allowed me to take my power back, Mm. take my power back that I was given to a situation that I didn't fully understand until I went really, really deep into it and saw myself. Mm. And I can see how that can be super challenging. And I can see as well that this is also a process. I had to feel anger towards this person at first. I had to go through that. I had to go through the feeling of why, questioning why did this happen? You know, all the grief, Mm. all the agony that you experience in this. This is not just like all of a sudden I woke up one day and forgave this person and then also saw myself in this person. It was a process. And I think... I feel you. Yeah. And I think when you get there, and like what you were saying there, like, it's incredible when you do that, because then there is no more pain in that situation that keeps you locked in that I got to shut the room, right? I had this door open. All the time mm. of my life right this door that was like where I'd experienced this and it was this room that was just haunting me and all my decisions because I was mm. still tied with the anger that I had towards this person and then then there was the forgiveness right there was the forgiveness but then there was still me holding on to this room because I was like oh, I've forgiven this person this is amazing mm. but I was still holding on to this room I was still mm. holding on to this room and then I went on a on a journey shamanic journey and went back to this room. And although the guy wasn't there, there was still me in this room, this haunted, you know, and when I actually experienced it, it didn't look like me. It looked like this, like devil, I guess it's, no, This no, dark, no. dark figure. And I was like, it's cause I rejected the person who experienced this so much. Like I pushed her away so much and you know this is the first time I'm talking about this so it's it's kind of interesting to see it coming up now. Mm. I wasn't kind of expecting it to come through but obviously it felt felt like it needed to. And I was mm. seeing and I was seeing this girl so much and like this this person who I'd pushed away, this person I was like, she's not worthy. She's not enough. All of this, mm. all of these stories. This was
1: you, the, the old version of you.
0: Yeah, the old version that was still in this room. That was still yeah. like left behind in this room. Yeah. And I experienced this kind of process of just giving her so much love, right? Giving her so much love, but then also realizing that the person who did this to me was also me. Mm. And I get that that can sound confusing, but they were also me without like necessarily not this lifetime, but they were also me, right? They're also me unconsciously. And Uh. I'd experienced that so I could wake up in this lifetime, because without um, that pain that I experienced in that situation, I wouldn't be I wouldn't well, be where yeah. I am on my journey. Right. So um, I think like that's powerful. anyone who's listening, this concept of seeing yourself in in everyone, it applies not only to the small things we have in our life, but also the big things. Um, and when you get that, you take all your power back. Yeah. You take all your power back and you get to place your energy where you want your energy to go. It's no yeah. longer going to be stuck in these rooms, stuck in these dark places of ourself. When you yeah. see that darkness within yourself, you turn it to the light.
1: Amen. Yeah, I appreciate you sharing that. That was powerful. Mm. You know, it reminds me of this quote uh, Is like that I've, I've heard of. It's a I can't remember where it originates from, but... Suffering is necessary until it's not, and this is really powerful because I'll, I'll explain it why it's powerful for me, and why I why I believe in it and why I share it is because, um, you know the many different ancient philosophies, uh, ancient religions, and spiritual ways. Uh, Like Buddhism, Hinduism, even in the Bible, they've got this word that is called, that's calling this reality like an illusion, a dream, a game, right? It's, um, they call it Tardima in the Bible, Leela in Hinduism, and I can't remember the one in Buddhism, but it's all just, um, is it Moksha or Spiritual Liberation? Anyway. the whole point of this is, is like the point of suffering in this life is not, and it's not solely this because people have different journeys, and I know a lot of, of like people who who have had very different journeys and are, are on this path as well who haven't had deep suffering.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But suffering is all relative to the soul inside you, okay, and to the body that you've chosen. And when we look at suffering, we look at my suffering, I look at your suffering. And I, you know, even said this just recently to my sister. It's like, you can't tell me what I should and shouldn't have had done of like my childhood was bad, but you can't tell me that I shouldn't have experienced that Mm. because I wouldn't be who I am without it today. Mm. I wouldn't have the stories to tell or the wisdom to speak. Right. I wouldn't have that. And so the suffering in that moment was just a moment for me to break out of the illusion. Mm -hmm. It took me so far out of my identity that I got to see a glimpse of another reality, you know, and it, it took time to get to that, but I had to sit with that suffering and it forced me to look at life differently. It forced me to feel a bit, feel about life differently. It forced me to go and explore life differently. It, you know, if my grandfather didn't die when I was nine, who who raised me? If he didn't die, you know, I I nearly died twice. One in the car with him, and the second mm. time, six months after, I talked about this. Mm. At nine, I nearly died twice, and something and a, and a, and a, and the divine saved me. A white light came through and saved me on the second time. There is just so much to this reality that we don't even understand. And so I want you to look at your suffering as an opportunity to wake up to who you came here to be. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: When I say suffering is necessary until it's not, it's not, no longer necessary when you open the eyes. When you see through the veil of the illusion that you're mm-hmm. stuck in this paradigm of suffering, that there is no gold that can come out of this muddy water. Because there is, I promise you, and that's almost like what I'm doing in in the sense of like just using my suffering in service now.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right,
1: we it both. gives are. you
0: it gives you a depth, doesn't it? It gives you a depth that you get to speak to people in their own mm-hmm. suffering because we mm-hmm. all hold it. You know, maybe mm-hmm. not in this lifetime, but we all hold some element of suffering that we've mm-hmm. experienced or or pain Mm. and when you've experienced it it allows you to like we said earlier see yourself in others but also hold that space for others yeah and that is that is beautiful i think that's such a beautiful thing and i think Mm. to want to bypass any of that or to go past any of that i don't i don't want that anymore i don't want to try to avoid pain anymore
1: Mm. no me neither I she fucking moved. face that shit head on.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And I think. And it's uncomfortable
1: still, though, by the way. Yeah, like, I was
0: about to say anyone that. Like listening. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like me and Luca are like, oh, like on a on a, Yeah, no, I face there. it. Like, I face oh, it. And then we're so in
1: our bed going like this in the fetal position. <laughs> I'm
0: actually like crying and like
1: mm-hmm. purging
0: mm-hmm. and all of this. Like, I don't just go through this like, oh, this is really fun. But each time you do experience that pain, right? Each time you kind of, again, become the observer of the pain within yourself. Yeah. And the stories that are are kind of built up around that pain, you get to move through it with more courage. I think I wouldn't say it's easier, but I like to use the words as you move through it with more courage. And I heard this thing, exactly. Mm. So rewarding. And I heard something from a speaker the other day that I really loved and it was like, we talk about this element of like good times and bad times, but that's not really a thing. Like there is no such thing as good or bad, right? There's love no that. such thing as good or bad. And he described them as peaks and valleys, right? So we have these peak moments where we're on top of the mountain and everything seems to be going incredible. And we're just so, so much joy, so much peace, so much love. But then we have these valley moments where it feels like the complete opposite.
2: mm
0: but all of them are there to serve you, right? Mm -hmm. All of them are there to serve your experience. And those valley moments don't feel so heavy when we don't put attachments to the peak moments, right? Mm
2: -hmm. We don't
0: say, I can only feel like this all of the time. And that's Mm -hmm. all I want to feel. And all I want to get to is these peak moments. All I want to experience in my life is these peak moments. And I just want to avoid ever going in the valley. That's not real
1: yeah peaks that's and so valleys cool. man and that's life and that's mm-hmm. life but also your mindset strengthens over time totally. to be able to withstand that adversity when you mm-hmm. go down into the valley mm-hmm. and that's what it's like building mental fortitude like is so important mindset is so important I've had to like work work my way out of severe panic attacks where my vision was tunneling and I thought I was losing touch reality and I'm like like grabbing stuff and I'm just like I've had that happen multiple times. I had it happen a year ago was mm-hmm. the last time it happened. And I've had it go I've had to go push myself mentally through plant medicine ceremonies where I was like having to force myself to push through because I knew I still had a lot of time left in that in that dimension seeing those things and I had to face mm. all my darkness, mm. right? It was scary, scary scary where I had panic fear come up. But guess what? I made it through because I told myself, my mind, and I could observe my there was a there was a consciousness that was a, that was fully conscious that was speaking to me the whole time. My higher self was speaking to me the whole time, but my ego was panicking,
2: hmm.
1: and I could I could hear it in my thoughts. Just breathe just breathe, just calm down. You got this, you got this. It was just speaking to me. My higher self was speaking to me. It was not altered by the plant medicine. It was not altered by the fear and the anxiety. It was still there. And that's in all of us. So there's a part of us that's always aware, always alert and unaffected by what's happening. Mm
2: -hmm. And we
1: just got to remember that that's there. But, but, you know, I can fucking hold some really dark shit in people when they
2: need it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, same.
2: Like, <laughs> but I've had we've people shit that themselves. Exactly. We've experienced
0: that darkness, so we can hold it. And I think exactly. that's an important thing to to remember. Is if you try and avoid that pain, you try and avoid feeling all of these things.
1: I'm not it's scared not anymore of like. So much.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know. You know. It's funny because like, I I look at like sometimes where people are going through a panic. And sometimes I used to be like, oh, shit, can I hold this? Like I used to say that like, you know, in my time. And now I'm like, I got you. I know exactly where you're at. Mm-hmm. And I'm guiding them through it because I've had to guide myself through it. And a true teacher walks the path first.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, we're definitely on that path.
1: <laughs> and so I'm not saying I'm perfect too by any means. It's like mm-hmm. I don't want you to think I'm perfect, but I'm just at the level where I'm at guiding the people to where I'm at because I'll only ever be able to take them as far as I've gone, not past Mm -hmm. me because then I'm inauthentic, then I'm out of integrity. And so I'm constantly up-leveling so I can take people further on my journey because I've gone Mm -hmm. further. But I have to have the courage and bravery to go there first, and that is a true mentor. And (laughs) one of the things that scares the shit out of me is facing that darkness, but I've had to sit there and I've had to face it. And one of the things that I don't like doing – I just like, there's so many things that I don't like doing, but I know for me, it's going to build my reservoir of courage. It's going to build my reservoir of confidence. And I'm going to be able to hold myself. So one of the things is like when I, there's a couple of things. So like going into the cold water, Mm
2: -hmm. like
1: this is, and this is the concept I call choose your heart, right? Mm -hmm. Why don't you just choose your heart instead of letting the universe pick it for you? Mm -hmm. Choose your heart. Test yourself mentally every day that you can in a way that you want to. So I go to the cold water and it's fucking sore, it's painful and I get in there and I'm like my legs are hurting my legs are like soon as I touch it I'm like, oh my god, my, my mind's sort of gone get out you're gonna mm-hmm. injure yourself you're gonna even though I know it's it's physically safe it's it's totally safe so then I push through that. And I say thank you, my limitations. Thank you, ego. I got this. And I'm like in there, and then I drop in, and I'm like, this is where I want to get out. Go ten more breaths. This is where I want to get out. Go another ten more breaths. And it's fucking hard. And there's times where I'm like, nah, no, I'll just, I won't do it. Right, I won't do it. Or it'll be times where I won't. I'll, I'll, I'll know I need to change my state and get into a breath work. And there's every part of me resisting breath work. I don't know what it is with breath work, but I always get that resistance.
0: Same here. Always with breathwork. Always.
2: <laughs> Daniel's <laughs> the same. I think everyone's like the same effort way. or
0: something sometimes. I'm like, oh, this is so much effort. Keep breathing. <laughs> I breathe anyway. Uh, why do I have to do this? And then you remember, like, ah, oh, that's why, because yeah. of what I experience when I do it, of when I connect, when I do it right. And I think, you know, my journey right now is actually not tapping into anything external to, to make me, to move me to these states within myself. Right. It's all about Um, using the breath, all about using these tools and resources that I have within myself, because I think it's powerful to know that you have everything that you need within you and you don't need to um, seek anything else out. And that's not to say that that's a bad thing. That's also um, a choice on some people's journey. It makes sense for them. Right.
2: It was yeah. interesting
0: the other day I was watching an Aubrey Marcus podcast and he's, you know, done so many plants plant uh, medicine ceremonies and, um, he was talking about how he was skeptical of hypnosis the other day. And I was like, that's so fascinating to think, you know, like his journey has been really rooted in, in plant medicine and experiencing that. But then he's skeptical of something that's been a foundation of, of who I am and how I connect with Mm. myself. And it's just so beautiful how there's so many different tools and resources for our own unique journeys. Right. And we can, we can lean into what best supports us and what feels Mm. right for us. And I think, But at the end of the day, all of these tools and all of these resources are just parts to get you to that truth within yourself. And it's Mm -hmm. all you. It's never about the tools. It's never about the resources. These are just things to guide you. And the same when, when we're mentoring people, right, Luca, it's like we're not there to kind of be put on a pedestal or to show people how to do things. We're just there to hold the space hold mm. the space in a way that's like, but it's all you. Like I love saying mm-hmm. that to people, it's all you, it's all the power that's in you, it's all the the depth that's in you that are moving, moving things.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, funny, I used to, I used. I see Annabelle's comments there, but we'll talk about it in a sec.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, I used to, I went through this phase where I stopped my morning routine because I was like,
0: I remember us you talking know, about this actually on a, on one of our episodes, we were like, yeah. Oh, do we even, we don't even need it. Like this kind of thing.
1: <laughs> I've come full circle on a lot of things because, but Same you have thing. to try, you have to do trial and error, right? Like you have mm-hmm. to go, what works, what doesn't. So and I we went through a period of like
0: design. So that's like literally like trial and error is like the root of like us. You
1: know? Yeah. Learn from, from experience and, and
0: investigate everything, understand everything. Exactly.
1: Okay. I forget we're both on threes.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And like I come, I was like, no, nah, I don't need to do a morning routine because I should be able to hold myself without needing to do a meditation. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, I've come full circle, realized that meditation is actually has many other benefits. But yes, you should technically be able to meditate while you're doing the dishes. You should technically be able to like get up and, and be able to function at your highest version of yourself Without a morning routine, yes, that is the goal. But these tools do help you center yourself because a lot of the times, you know, I look at my phone, I look at the computer we are absorbing artificial intelligence that is not our highest version of ourselves. It's not our truth. So we're taking in other ideas and not only artificial light and that's altering our perception that takes us away from our center. So mm-hmm. use these practices to get yourself back in, but whatever works for you, whatever my fucking practice is like four hours a day now. Like mm-hmm. it's like, I want more because I can, I'm like really charging up and this mm-hmm. has been the biggest month of my life. So you know, it is, it's gone, it's perfect because all the parts of me that, and same with you Emma's like, it just works perfectly and builds up with this collection of experience that you've got now.
0: Totally. Totally. And I love what you said there as well. Like, yeah, you know, your, your practice has built, built up to that, but like, it's still, it's still just an aspect that you use to guide yourself closer to yourself, but it's not Mm -hmm. necessarily something that you hold yourself tied to. It's not a crutch for you to be that yeah. person. Or to it's not like, Oh, I way.
1: can't, I can't, exactly. I can't have a spontaneous coffee date with the friend who randomly calls me up and comes to town exactly. because I my meditation.
0: Mm. And I think that's something that to be aware of, especially in, in this, in this space and in this kind of like, even as an entrepreneur, right. That you can just go on YouTube and there's like so many different morning routines and all these different things. It's like, just find the things that work for you. Find the thing that's like you said, center yourself, ground yourself, mm but don't let them be this thing that you're attached to that you need. Otherwise mm-hmm. you can't show up in this way. You can always show up and ground yourself within yourself and mm-hmm. show up in that way. These things mm-hmm. are just tools and, and resources that we can employ again to kind of, and it's just nice. I enjoy mm-hmm. getting up in the morning and I enjoy having a cold shower. I enjoy having a meditation. Mm-hmm. I enjoy a little bit of yoga or a walk, you know, and yeah, but they're not the crutch that if one day I have to miss, I'm not going to fall apart.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And there's power to changing things up too. Like I think totally. routine also builds mm. a, a, um, a dependency.
0: Totally. Right. Totally.
1: And like so, it's always good about neuroplasticity—the idea that we, mm. you know, fire and wire neurons in a particular pattern to create a habit. But also, we don't want to get stuck in a way of being that we want to have you know, keep our brain growing because if it's not learning new things, it's not growing. So expansion in yourself comes from doing expansive things like that Mm. don't look like one certain way.
2: Mm -hmm,
0: Exactly. And that's, I like, I think what you said there as well, it's like following like when you've built that foundation within yourself, that relationship within yourself, you can really follow your intuition on these things and wake up in the morning. Mm. What does my body feel like doing today? Does it feel like going for a walk? Does it feel like being Mm. in meditation? Does it feel like going for a swim? Right. You can follow these things and normally they end up being the exact thing that you needed in that moment to ground yourself, to center yourself. Mm-hmm. yeah so amen into that and on annabelle's comments because there was a few that was
1: i like out. annabelle she's got like she's got yeah. like it's like cole's notes it's like cole's notes she's like reflect she's yeah. like highlighting what we just said
0: yeah, <laughs> i love awesome. it i love it you can see the the awareness that you have within yourself though as well annabelle like it's it's really coming through because highlight that high suffering level.
1: one um i can't so- highlight for mine yeah. Suffering is a soul letting us know that we have something to work on. Something is ready to be released. And so we can grow and expand. Oh, Annabelle, are you still with us? I see your photo. You're in a wheelchair. And is that, is that an injury that you had in this life? Were you born with that injury? I'd love to know because you've got a friggin' incredible spirit. So positive.
2: Mm-hmm. And it's
1: just such a really good attitude. Like some of the stuff that you're showing through and it looks like you've been through some hardship yourself. So I'd love to know.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah, but it's so true. Like okay. suffering is the soul, right? Suffering is the soul letting mm. us know that we have something to work on. Mm-hmm. And I I would love for people like, and I think this is what, you know, you and I have this show for is because, and, and this is where it's going to continue to expand this show. But mm. I think if we could sum it up in one way, it's like releasing people from the idea that suffering is, is this gonna be stuck with you for the rest of your life? Like I have adversity, but I don't suffer anymore. It's a difference, Emma. You know? Totally. I agree. We have we have challenging experiences, but definitely we don't suffer because suffering is staying stuck in the adversity. Mm. As if to say it is your identity.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I've got a fucking different identity. And Luca Reedy is just the avatar of that. And I'm doing the best with this body, this life. I promise you, I'm going to do the best with what I got this life. But my spirit is
2: timeless.
0: All the characters that play out, you know, there's so many. I see, I catch myself. I love it, though, sometimes I catch myself with all my different characters. I have quite, I have some characters that, you know. What do you mean?
1: What do you mean? Like your (laughs) characters, your different versions of you?
0: Yeah, like, you know, different. When you, you know how it is when you're kind of, you're seeing yourself be maybe in that moment not yourself like not who you truly are not kind of authentic mm, within yourself
1: mm, and yeah totally catch
0: yourself and that's what that's what awareness is that's what awareness is yeah. just catching yourself awareness
1: is the game awareness is the number one thing i was i would summarize this as like awareness is the number one thing because then you get to become aware of your reality mm-hmm. and that's where you get to create who you want to be and not who you no longer want to be so it's crazy uh, ab- Do you highlight that one yeah.
0: <laughs> Wills of still loved that.
1: Yep, my wheels are still. I fell with a rare illness, NMO, fifteen years ago. We we're all sent challenges, but it's how we overcome them. Friggin' amen. And I just did a powerful podcast episode. I'm doing my little channelings, like five minute messages. Okay,
0: yeah, nice, love. And so they're
1: coming out this week, and I'm gonna. I've got. A, I've just hired a team to create videos for reels and social media for nice. it.
0: Nice. Yeah, I just did the same. And we're we're doing the same thing. Yeah, I just uh, hired a new team that kind of working close with me on some stuff for next year
1: that's awesome I love that so mm. we're so but one of the things I want to talk about is that
2: mm.
1: one of the concepts I talk about in this this one coming out probably tomorrow I think it is I've got to just double check with my team but um, I talk about this what, what Annabelle said is it, We we no, none of us can change how we started this life because we began it as a baby and we were put into a womb whether the soul chosen or not i don't know but consciously as this avatar as this human we didn't choose the parents we didn't choose the life as this human and so we were dealt the cards that were just given to us and we ended up playing a game along the way sometimes we complained about what cards we got sometimes we complained that the game wasn't fair
2: mm. but
1: it's not how we begin that matters it's how we end That is really important because we can all influence that. Mm. We can all influence how we end our life and what we end up doing with our life, not how we begin. And that summarizes exactly Annabelle's attitude. And a lot of people out there is like, fuck, I was born in this third world country. I was born to this family. I was born in a domestic violent household. I was born homeless. But guess what? I found my soul and I let it lead me. And look where it ended up, Mm. right?
0: That's why it's so powerful, just being in that moment, being in the present moment, staying Mm. true to now, listening to what now has to say to you, because that will be the path that you get to follow to this truth of who you are, but also the expression of that into your reality. And I guess kind of to sum up, as we kind of finish up today, the hours always fly by, don't they? When we do this, no, no. like I have yeah. no concept of time. So I kind of have to keep an eye on the, yeah. the, the, the clock. Otherwise we'll be here. you are living like, in the quantum. how long. Yeah. We'll be here for like four hours if I didn't keep an eye on time. No way. But to like wrap up a little bit, I guess, for people that are kind of got to this point, congrats and thank you for, for coming on this journey with us. And I think just bring more awareness into your life, but also be aware that all that you're experiencing is not who you are. Mm -hmm. It's not who you are. And you get to observe that and you get to learn from that and you get to find Mm -hmm. so much blessing from that.
1: Big love to that blessings. Yeah, I agree. Emma. And I've always, mm. always appreciate these chats, and always, you know, we never plan them; they just come out as mm. we go, and we just riff on like yeah. what the energy is like in the in the past week. And and I'm excited to mm. jump in again next week. Each week we grow, each week we expand. Totally. Annabelle, thank you for joining totally. us live.
0: Yeah, yeah, thank Big you. Big love it's to lovely. everyone
1: tuning in and the replays.
0: Mm-hmm. And yeah, thank you for everyone for listening, and we will see you next week. See you guys. Big later. love, everyone
2: bye oh, thanks
0: Annabelle see you later bye